Welcome to the Horror Supernatural Chop Shop. Chopping up the good, the bad, the insane movies, TV shows of the horror and supernatural genre. With games, trivia, facts, and more. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Horror Supernatural Chop Shop. I am one of your hosts, Zach, Mr. Eyeliner, also known as Zach, THS Chop Shop, with my amazing horror, blood, guts, and everything nuts, Queen. Hello, how are you doing tonight? This is Evil Pris. Hello, Evil Pris. How you been? I've been so happy to do this April Fool's Day podcast with you because we're going to have some fun tonight. And if anybody brings a smile to my face when we do these shows, it's you. So thank you. No problem. Well, I like to, I always like to start with tonight. Um, I wanted to start off with like one of our great sponsors because um, uh, I just want to say before we do that, episode eight, Evil Press, episode eight, we've done eight episodes and within eight episodes, we have gotten so much love for you as a makeup artist in the industry from like our horror fans on Facebook and Instagram. I've gotten so much love for us as a group, as a team, our Instagram, our Facebook, people are showing us horror love. And I want, that's so amazing. And um, I'm going to tell you right now, later in the show, I have an April Fool's, not a joke, but a surprise for you that I'm going to tell you about. Okay. Sounds like a plan. I'm not sure if I want to know what it is, but sure. (laughs) All right. All right. So we're going to be, we're going to begin tonight with um, one of our sponsors, which was actually our first sponsor on our first podcast. And, and they were pray for us clothing. And the founder and my buddy Nick actually sent me an early birthday gift with um, this awesome, very comfy, and very well fitted hoodie of the new piece titled Motive Unknown. Uh, no, 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 motive, no, no motive. So, unknown. Uh, so, it's like, yes, I can say lots of great horror fans have been so much creepier. Like, horror movies have been creepier because when there's no motive and the killer has no motive, wow. But the, the hoodie is just so awesome. And it actually fits like a medium on a man. Most hoodies I order from other websites, it's like I have to order a large sometimes. I'm oh, usually a small. No, I haven't got – I didn't get a hoodie, so I wouldn't know. I'm definitely going like, to get like something for you very soon. Don't worry. And it's like the, – the hoodie is amazing. It's got the whole – it's got the whole ghost face killer look to it, but not like it like that. It's on the back, on the sleeves. It has – Motive unknown, no motive. It's got that whole life right there on one sleeve, and it's got little cut up ghost faces on another sleeve. I wore it to the store, and I trust me, all the cops were like, "Oh, this guy's a creeper. This guy's a serial killer." And I was like, "Okay, no." But like, the hoodie is so well done. It's 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 really like in a lot of these brands, I wear it, the quality. This quality, I putting it on. This quality, I'm gonna have this hoodie for like a good ten years. That's how strong the quality is. So right now, I want to like thank these guys. I want to thank Nick. And our friends at Pray for Clothing, and they're offering everybody, our listeners, at, like every time, every show we have, they're they're offering a great discount promo code. And it's capital T H S Chop Shop, and that's for a very well deserved fan discount for any of you guys. Their products are a little pricier than others, but it's well deserved because they're quality. But that discount will really help you. Follow them on Instagram, Pray for Us Clothing, and visit their website www.prayforusclothing. And always know what their message is. The end is near. Dum, dum, dum. So tonight, Evil Pris, like, 
eight, happy April Fools, and we're gonna do a fun movie. I'm in a good mood. I I love hearing you. I love doing this with you. So let's have some good times. What do you want to know? So, what movie were we reviewing tonight? Blum blum blum. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness, Dale and Tucker versus Evil. You mean Tucker and Dale versus Evil? Tucker and Dale versus Evil, dude. I'm literally like, I almost just said tail. Okay, be glad that I got the names right the first time. And everybody listening, this is a makeup artist that is no time. So the fact that she actually makes time to do this podcast with me, I am so appreciative. Yeah. Also, I had a little schmuck schmuck. So this is what <laughs> you know that. Yeah, so like no, like I, we we decide. I don't want to do like everybody today is like they, they're at their podcast. I'm not, we're not gonna have a lot of great uh, talking about reviewing April Fool's Day. We've heard a million podcasts like us do April Fool's Day, but I feel like April Fool's Day also means fun horror comedy like dark movies. You know, depending on the movie, yes. Yeah, so tonight we're gonna review like in, in this this episode we're gonna review black comedy horror film. And yeah, like you wanted to start talking about it because I love when you start talking about a movie because you kick ass at it. Did you just say black comedy horror? Well, they call it no. That's how they call it. It's a it's a black comedy horror film, meaning like dark. That's how like the review sites call it, and that's what it's called in the movie Wikipedia's and dictionaries these days. Yeah. Okay, but you need to calm down there because everyone's so goddamn sensitive on things like that. We got to be a little like gracious with saying that word. So. No, oh, I'm just <laughs> yeah, I know you are. I know you are. <laughs> Partially kidding. Actually, halfway serious. Other part, totally kidding. Because please don't blame me. Yeah. That that's how the Wikipedia has been going for years, and that's how the hard dictionaries have been. That's going that's the just 90s. like how we can't even call Black Friday Black Friday anymore. We got to call it Green Friday. I would call it. I would call it. I would. Yeah, I, heard, I, would, I would call it Gray Friday. Like, no, I'm saying they literally now the proper term is Green Friday. So it's about aliens now? Uh, dude, 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 I have no no idea. I don't think people understand that it was never, that obviously was never the origin. It's not that they don't understand it. It's just that, um, dude, we've been saying this shit for years. It's clearly just a little quote, but. Yeah. yeah. That's, that, <laughs> but that's no. A- that's an education That's course thing. right there. Is, uh, there's no offense on our end of making fun of anybody that would like to properly term it now. But, you know, we we didn't we were around that time where things were called what they were. OK, they didn't get changed up on us. So. Nope. And you will personally, we don't create the, the name. We don't put we don't have we don't own the title of it. We don't own the definition in any kind of. Everybody knows we don't you know? actually, we don't own the title or definition. <laughs> we don't need to put that out there. I'm just saying don't, don't come at us with that one. <laughs> But, All right, um, so let's talk about Tucker and Dale versus Evil, Evil Pris. Um, there's a lot to talk about. I mean, I will say if there was anybody that was going to, like, actually commit murders without actually intentionally committing murders, it would be these guys, especially which one is the fat one again? Which one's the bigger guy? The bigger guy is Tyler Levine, who is Canadian. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm asking what was he uh, Tucker or Dale? Which one was he? That one's Dale, the big guy. Tucker is okay. The big guy, Dale. Dale. He like literally like impressively. He just made me want to as these killings were happening. He just made me want to hug him because he's like just that teddy bear guy where he like he was just as horrified, but somehow he kept committing like 
the best murders by accident, but like you just wanted to give him a hug after. Oh in a way, he yes. Was kind of like, he was just kind of like a like a nice type of guy and everything, and he didn't mean to, and you almost want to be like, it's okay, buddy. Accidents happen. Yeah. How, and I, scarring, I, how scarring would that be? The dude. Right, and it's like you see. I, I want to chill with Dale. Like Dale would be like the guy you hang out with, at, and he'd make your day better. He'd be, he'd be like, like it, a college party guy. No, yeah, he would. You would have the worst day at work. He's like, it's okay, guys. We can have a beer and we'll sit down and talk about it. You know. I was about to say, I wish I could sit there and disagree with you on that, but that's what would happen for like his type of character. A hundred percent. Yeah, look at that. The the other the other one. Uh, Tucker, he he was cool. Don't get me wrong, he was a cool guy too. But he just he didn't have that factor where I wanted to hug him after. I just wanted to slap the shit out of him. <laughs> so, he he was just he was just kind of dumb. Like altogether, their characters were great, but yeah, he was just dumb. I just would have wanted to like bitch slap that guy. Well, if anything, Tucker gets the most abuse out of the Tucker and Dale team. There, he gets abused constantly. That's the best part, though. That's why it like just makes you want to like slap the fuck out of him because he's just getting it. And he's just like taking it, and you're just like, you poor bastard. I don't even want to give you a hug. Get the hell away from me. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah, the, 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 honestly, the plot of the movie, it's their name in the title, but we start off with, and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this, and I think you can agree. It's like a bunch of, I can name their names, but we don't give a shit besides the name Chad and Allie. It's the only two names that you really have to know in the movie from the college kids. And they're this, for no reason, camping in West Virginia. And they like on, in the, even the beginning scene when they like on the road and they see Tucker and Dale, they're like, "Oh my god, creepers!" And you see like Dale looking like right, they kind of give you that scene where Dale looks like, "All right, he could look scary, but he just looks like he's just woken up in the car or he, something." No, he just like, yeah. I was gonna say, leave Dale alone. Don't fuck with my. Dad. No, that's what I'm saying. And, and these and, and the, the, anybody who sees this movie, if you don't get, it's all about miscommunication and when people. When people see somebody, I was about to say miscommunication and assumptions. Yeah, assumptions. You have to assume they're hillbillies because, and all you, and these two guys, all they're doing is we finally got, we finally got a vacation home. Two best friends are like, we work our asses off. We're finally going to get a vacation home. We're going to fix it up, and we got something finally of ours. You know. Yeah, it's like life kicked them both in the ass like so many times, and they're finally getting something good, and then here comes these like college kids being all like ooh, stereotypical obviously they did that for the movie but it was just pretty funny how no, they did it. It, it was really truly funny how they did it and it was like it, it's like when you watch the movie they really perfectly set up some of the kids the college kids as the characters perfectly chad you kind of you hate the kid off the bat he's just a douche you're like you know that kid's gonna end up being a douche the whole movie and then obviously you set up that girl allison alley as someone who's gonna be like the smart one in the group like is gonna yeah, be but that's a... what I'm saying. I'm saying it was like so comedy that they fulfilled all the stereotypes to all the different characters out of any genre of a slasher or horror flick. Yeah, like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna. Like, this is why, like, I mean, I don't care if people um, they hate this movie or something. This movie actually, they wrote this movie to be like what you just said, Evil Press. They did the like, the director and writer of this movie wanted to have fun and he used every concept from slasher movies to and give us like the whole assumption and the paranoia and the whole miscommunication factor it made for fun times you know yes exactly so <laughs> i thought it was pretty funny and also uh the the special effects in it just like the brutal they it was great how he wanted to go super brutal 
with the special effects, which was great because oh, I was like, yes, yeah. if you're gonna actually do this as like a comedy slasher spoof, like yes, give the blood, and it did. So we're gonna have so much talk about makeup on this one. This is why I'm having. I can't wait to talk about that in a little bit. But uh, let me just give more. So Tucker and Dale arrive at their like what decrepit looking cabin, but they're happy because it's theirs finally, and they're gonna repair it. And then the kids are in the woods and like, hey, let's go skinny dipping. So the the one off Allison like is like on this rock. She and all of a sudden, Tucker and Dale are fishing at night and they 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 say something. She hears them. She falls into the water. I don't think she's getting up. He Dale saves her. Skip to Dale Tucker and Dale like they're taking care of her. And the friends are like and that one dumb friend's like. I don't know, man. I think I saw them eating her face. I'm like, where the fuck did you see that? What are you on? Like, what drug could you possibly... Where did you see her, them eating her face? Seriously. Okay, but let, let's, like, be fair here. There's been plenty of times in either of our past where we've been so fucked up off of whether it's drinking or what the hell else, where maybe we saw some things that weren't actually happening, but we saw them. Come on, give them a little bit of a... Oh, uh, dude! Bone, they, you're, being a little, you're being a little rude about it. Give him a little bit of a bone, all right? These the, the, uh, the, the, these fraternity college kids were just drinking beer. Because remember in the beginning, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying that's my point. I'm saying you can't sit there and say maybe they. Obviously, we we know it didn't happen like that. But I'm saying, like, remember when we were in our 20s and we would literally be sitting there and you know, chugging beers or whatever, because that's all we could realistically fucking either afford or get. And we would sit there and be like, I thought I saw this happen. And it totally fucking didn't happen. So come on, that's part of the whole stereotypical, like, I think I saw something dramatic. And obviously they didn't, but come on, throw them a little bit of a bone here. Be nice. You're being mean today. You're being rude. I don't like it. Oh, I'll be rude to the kid (laughs) that accidentally falls and like, impales himself as the first like victim of his own doing yes well you know like i said you know now you're being a little nicer all right i will give respect to the craziness of our our 20s okay and before thank you thank you you're welcome (laughs) about that now yeah so I, i just love how like as the movie goes on, Allison, like she's like, she's in their house, Allie, whatever, and Dale like gets through to her, and he's like, "No, I'm a dummy. I barely got through third grade." But like, she's like, "There's school smart, and then there's like intelligence," and he's and, like, they start like talking as real friends, kind of in, in a way. But meanwhile, the friends, not really the friends, but more the guy Chad. This is it. You know how many people don't have a chance like this? This is us against them. I'm like, what the fuck is and his friends like? What the fuck's what, what's wrong with you? Like, no, we're not going after them. Just call the cops. That is, why, that is why that's also a nice little line of Stockholm syndrome. She got all like, she got pretty comfy with hanging out, you know, accidentally participating in the killing, you know, and yeah. like, you know, becoming, yeah. That's what I'm saying. No, I'm talking more about the Chad guy outside. You're with the rest of your friends. I'm just messing messing with you. But like, say you were your friends at that age group and this happened. Would you, if that one guy in your group, that one girl in your group, whoever was, they said this shit. They're like, the cops, this is our time. You know how many people don't get the chance? This is us. This is us or them. I'm like, um, get the fuck out of here. No. (laughs) Are you, you're asking me what I would do? Yeah. Um, 
I, I wish I could say I would do this, I would do that. This is what I would do, but let's just be realistic. I'll say this ahead of time before I say that. We don't know what the fuck we're going to do in any kind of situation like that. So what I would hope that I would do, I'm going to say what I would hope is I would probably just let those tough guys finish what they want to do and or try to like fucking go after them. And I would just be turned around the other way, going to a fucking phone. I mean, like, I don't give a shit what everyone else is doing. If my friends were stupid enough to stay behind like that, like college friends were to stay behind like that, I that's on them. I would turn around and go find a motherfucking phone for myself. So, so that's where I call you the final girl. Yeah, no, like the final girl, somebody where she somewhat stays to fight, though. So I wouldn't actually consider that even a thing because I wouldn't stay to fight. I would turn around like a little bitch ass and run. So the I bitch ass that gets to survive and live a real life. Yeah, I, I'm not going to get slashed up. I'm sorry. I'm not going to sit there turning around to be the tough girl to be like, hey, there's two dudes that like every time one of my friends comes across at them, they like fucking get mangled. So yeah, yeah, there's nothing in my brain that would like sit there and say like fight. No, bitch, no, I'm not. No, fuck that. I'm going. I'm no, it's, if one of like one of the ex-Israeli soldier with like the killing skills I'd be like alright I hang with this one that's about yeah, it. Yeah no that's exactly and the, guess what I will literally laugh at you when you get killed because I will run the other way <laughs> right wow there. damn <laughs> we, uh, we at least you think things, say, you say say, good things about me at my funeral if I, if I sat there and looked back at you and said let's fucking go and you were like no I'm gonna I'm gonna fight I'm gonna be like Right. No, I'm, I'm saying I would... I'm saying I got the Israeli soldier friend that's with us that's not in that group that's now Yeah, no, you still yeah, you know, still like somehow that it doesn't know. I would say nice things at your funeral, but you would get killed. Oh damn. I guess I'm going back and I'm not doing that then now. Thank you. <laughs> I was about to say I'll say nice things, but I, I'm not gonna sit there to be like, yeah, I'll go with you guys. Fuck no. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. And well, actually, no, okay. no, don't have your feel, don't have your feelings get hurt now. Come yeah, on, I, they're not. No, I'm just. Uh, all right, I'm excited to say that. Like the, my my favorite kill in this movie was as we go on from what we were talking about. It's like they're just Tucker Dale, just these innocent, cool guys doing their thing, and then they go at them. And I love that scene where that one kid's like, "Screw it, I got this little knife," and he goes at Tucker, and Tucker. That guy jumps right into the wood chipper, and Tucker is still trying to get him out. All you see is him with his legs trying to get him out. That was so awesome as like a great effects I was moment. About to say, he tried. He tried. He he tried. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I would try. Like, what's the try? He's done. Like, oh, you got his legs. What's the point? You know. He was holding out hope. <laughs> yeah, but like from there, it's like you, people consider like people are like, oh, it's just a comedy horror movie. But like, you don't understand. This movie is fun as shit to watch with people. And who are unex- you could you could like get someone who's like I don't like horror movies and watch it with them because it's it's funny at first and then they get say, into it. It's like it's a comedy, so you're right about. I you will say yeah, you're right about that. Anyone that sits there and like isn't interested in horror movies, it's like you still would want to sit down and watch it because it's funny. It's yeah, funny puns and stuff to it. So it, it, it's it's so really well done of what they wanted to do because yes, it's 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 going to the way where you had real great makeup and effects people do some fun work. For like the, the whole shoot 
And you could, I loved how like every death, like it was like in every scene of somebody bleeding. It was just so great. It was like they had fun with like doing like blood effects. They got they had fun with using innovative ways to do their kills. You know. Mm-hmm. 100%. And I, the funniest thing, and I thought because when this movie came out, what I think it was like two thousand and something. Um, I think I have it in my. It's like two thousand and ten. And like Tucker and Dale, they assume. Oh, Tucker brings up. I think they're on a suicide pack. I'm like, holy shit, that was so 2010 because that was like a big thing, like in news in America of like these college kids doing suicide packs and these like these sororities and these like fraternities and things. So it's funny that they made that joke on commentary on civilization and in American news at that point. I didn't put that together at the time. Yeah, because that the, the the director was really sharp with like a lot of his on time point like, jokes. But every kill following, it's like it, they don't kill Tucker and Dale. Not the bad guys. They all these people died horribly because of just running into dumb situations. Well, exactly, and they just were had bad luck. They were shit out of luck, but it was great. Yeah, I mean, I think like, us reviewing movies, guys. We're not gonna like review the. We're just gonna give us a, a crazy uh, commentary to it. But at one point, uh, the Chad. Chad guy, he kid, he like kidnaps Dale's dog. So Tucker goes out and he's like, he's creeping like he's in the jungle in a, a war, and he lets the dog go. But then they get Dale and they cut uh, the Tucker and they cut his two fingers off. <laughs> like what? And like, is this guy scarier than these guys? Yes, Chad's the scary guy. And from there, I, in my opinion, Chad's the creeper of the movie. One hundred percent. Chad was the loose cannon. Yeah, like we don't need a Chad in our friend group. You know, well, we kind of would at some point. So yeah, I mean, I would probably Chad in the back pocket just in case I needed somebody that was psychotic enough to do shit like that. Like if I needed something done, you know, that's when you just call your buddy Chad. Plus, if shit pops off at the end, you and I don't have to say we did. Yeah, we weren't involved. It was Chad. Boom. That's it. You know. Well, no, I would never put his. I would never put his name out there because I would still need him for the future tense. So you got to play dumb with that. Mm, uh, always right. keep in mind that you're gonna always need the Chad, so you can't turn him in. <laughs> I'm just saying, you got to always keep the Chad, so you can't turn him in. So you got to just. And it's like, oh, okay, buddy, you just going a little crazy. You got, you got to like, kind of like, almost like. Not like give him the hug in the sense that you would give like Dale, but like just just kind of give him that like comforting hug to justify or have him like justify the madness. You know, I I, I, know. I, I, I what I what I get out it does when I get out of this when everybody listens, please support this conversation and hashtag we all need the Chad and. Credit Evil Pris for this and tag her and make comments on this, please. I was about to say, yeah, hashtag <laughs> we all need a Chad. <laughs> I used to have a couple of friends that were like a Chad and like, you know, I don't and I don't talk to him anymore. And like, you know, it would have been nice to keep that chat, but no. Like I had to be all like, oh no, not that. Uh, I'm an idiot. I should have kept them on. You lost the opportunity. You know, as you get know, older, you, opportunity. you know. I'm, I'm kicking myself in the teeth right now for that. There is the website, Rent-A-Chad. So I'll let you see that very soon. 
I what the fuck? What are you talking about? Rent a Chad? Hey, it's, no, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> oh, I was about to say, is there actually really a website that's called Rent a Chad? Because I'm very curious to know what the hell the Rent a Chad was. <laughs> no, uh, not that I know of, but now that someone might listen this week, might take it and make it a website. Who knows? Or how about you just make patches saying hashtag We all need the Chad. <laughs> Hashtag, we all need a chat. Put it on out there. You know? Well, my, my old best friend, Chad, I won't see for a long time, but I miss him. So, Chad, I love you somewhere out there. Oh, goodness. Don't start to get all morbid now. I'm not. But anyway, so, at, like, closing up the movie, that's his, this is when, like, Dale becomes the hero guy and Chad becomes the whole stone the story of my mother was was like tortured by the killer in that story I told earlier. My father was never to be seen again. And later you find out his real father was actually the killer that raped and like tortured the mother and the mother had to go to a psych ward and the, his grandma he grew up with told him to all say, lies. Yeah, I remember I was at I remember when I first saw that movie ever saw it. I was very actually confused until the very end. So that was remember. deep, you know? That was like dark. It's like, all right, this is why this guy's a twisted bastard. Oh no, we're not gonna sit there and blame mommy and daddy. People are either psychotic or they're not. It has nothing to do with the mom. No, no, he like dad. no the whole time. He always he wants like in his own head, not the family. Him, he was always a psycho. He like well, he, yeah, I know, but I'm saying that you're you're blaming the mom and dad factor. You can't. No, he. I'm not. I'm saying he is trying to be this hero, but really he's just a psycho. Pretend to be a hero. It's not because of the mom and dad. It's because he really just thinks he he's good and he's better than everybody else in the group in the whole movie. If you see, he even yeah. says it to Ali in the beginning. We're we're different. We're better than everybody. It's like what? How? Well, yeah, thousand ten, <laughs> or, when, or whenever, or whenever the movie was made. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, that's it. And then so like that. Uh, but at this point, no, like remember like they like the cabin, like the house that Tucker and Dale had, like they. Exploded and Chad comes out of that, and then I'm gonna credit fucking awesome makeup on Chad's face when he comes back and he try and he has Allie and that whole scene when you see the close up of that one face burns apart and he and he's like give me a kiss and he's like trying to kiss her and she's like no kiss me and he's like trying to kiss her with the face I'm like ah hey what the, he just wanted a little bit of love before things went. Um, if I, I just don't think it's okay when you have the girl tied down and you want that. Love, oh, so. no. Well, she's no. endorsing tying down women. Oh, my God. I never said that. <laughs> in my mouth. Don't have people hate me when I didn't say that. Not say that at all. Just I, like you, you know, saw, I was blaming parents. She, she knew he was, she, she could have given him a little bit of a kiss, you know, a little bit of a metaphorical bone come on no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> i just wanted to like just hear if your if your tone started to become like all right i don't think i can talk to her about these things anymore no i know you so i know your your stuff very well i and it's april fools we gotta get each other uh, but i you know what i really loved about that ending scene when like dale all of a sudden it's like throwing a box of the like that tea stuff at chad and he like he's explaining how that gives him an asthma attack, as Chad mentioned earlier, he gets asthma attacks from that kind of tea. And you see Allie look at him like, holy shit, he's smarter than me. You know? Yeah, it's okay. It'll be okay. 
It's okay, Zach. <laughs> no, it was like it was a great moment where like this guy that you assume looks like is a hillbilly, like, and he says the whole movie he's he knows how to remember all this information, but he's shy. And she sees he's like he's really a nice guy and he's a smart guy. So I like that little love undertone. I like that little like this guy actually shows he is a great dude by the end, a hundred percent even more than the beginning. Yeah, either way, still though, I still kind of peg her to be a bitch because she st- she was only thought he was cool because he ended up like killing a bunch of people for her. Yeah. But like um <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> All right. You said something earlier. We're going to explain that now. So when you watch the first few seconds of this movie, what you see is two people going to see the destruction of this place. Don't you want a, a Peabody? And all you see is a face. That that goes back now, and it makes sense to us all. Because the end of the movie, it's Chad, who they say never they never found the body. So in the beginning, first scene you ever see, it's two people getting killed by the now Chad, who's still alive in that area. Yes. So I thought that was really cool as well because it didn't be like it wasn't like okay we're making it, they they gave us a great ending with um yeah uh, basically Tucker got his two fingers back and he's all on drugs hopped up in the hospital Dale got the girl he's at the bowling alley encouraging another hillbilly to do his thing where the same miscommunication happens and then okay let's think about what happened in the beginning and uh, they they do so subtly say. Uh, like when you're watching the news thing, like killer is not as killer's body was not found, and then that goes back to the first scene. So I think that was really intelligent of the writer. Yeah, I was about to say it was like a nice little after explanation type of deal for yeah. having it be a horror comedy. Yeah, what do you like, honestly when you first saw the movie? Let me ask you, like, did you feel like it was one like, for me? I want to say it made me feel happy watching it. I watch it today. Thankful. And I was like, I texted you earlier. I was like this movie, like I'm, see, I'm really, I'm all smiles right now. Honestly, that movie made me feel good. It's just one of those really these good movies that fits the horror rules. Um, doesn't make fun of them, but makes light and fun of them in a good way. It's a positive film. And it's just, you can watch it with any friend and they won't like be like, Oh my God, you're an asshole for showing me a horror film. You know, I don't like horror movies, you know? I was about to say it didn't make me feel any kind of way. I just thought it was a good movie. Uh, I, I sometimes I the movies like that just give me a, something extra. It, it, uh, so, when I this movie alone uh, during I haven't seen this in maybe four years, so to watch it again, uh, I felt it was nice. You know, you have a long work week, which you have no end of your work week, but I have a long work week that gets some time, and then I get some time and I get to see a movie to be more in two months to have this podcast. And I had such a great time. And I'm like, I even put myself in a, if me and Evil Pris were in this scenario, how much fun would we have doing this kind of shit? If we got to do makeup on that kind of movie, if we got to have a good time on that set, you know? Uh, I was about to say, I thought you were talking about if we were actually in that kind of sequence. I was about to say, we already established that you would die. No, like on a, like on a, like a film set, that's really kind of like... The, film set i feel like i would just enjoy going to and not have any pressure ever on me i would just uh, enjoy. it would all depend on the situation and the crew and the expectations so i actually will not agree to that because there's been plenty of times where i was i was like oh this is going to be great and fun and it and it wasn't so i cannot agree with that statement a hundred percent but it w- I would think that having it be those actors and everything, it probably would have been fun. 
Thank you for that. That is the most we're going to agree on on that scenario, and I appreciate that. No, I halfway agreed. That's why I said I'll agree on that part, but not the other part. So I halfway agreed with you. And everybody, this is why we work, because we never agree all the time. We barely agree on anything. We're like cats and dogs. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Cats and dogs. All right. Are you... Yeah, you're yeah, correct, 100%. And uh, in this whole topic of like, these kinds of movies, we're going to talk about like these cult classics and comedy, horror-related stuff. I want to ask you, other horror comedies that you loved? I- I'll-, I'll start off with this to give you an idea. Dead Alive, Reanimator, two of my favorite kind of horror comedies. I mean, I honestly have not thought about it because I don't, I've watched all different kinds of movies and like I said, I you just put me on a spot where I can't even think at the top of my head right now. <laughs> there's plenty, there's plenty of them throughout the years. I just watch so many different kinds of movies when I do that. I don't know, man. There's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> do you or, enjoy uh, evil? Actually, evil dead is like a com- horror comedy. So there you go. Cool. Yes. So, but yeah, all the Evil Deads were funny as hell. They had like the, the horror and the gore, but they made sure to have it be funny and raunchy at the same time. I actually of like the comedy in that movie, in all of those movies. See, you put Evil Pris on the spot. She might not have it in the first second, but she comes up with a better answer no, in the last gonna, second. No, I'm not always going to have the answer. So don't don't specify I will always have the answer because I there's times where I might not. That was just a that was luck right now, just now. No, and Evil Dead yeah. is the pioneer of the theme. Every movie who saw every filmmaker who saw the Evil Dead films knew that we could try to do and mix that oh role. i know i'm just going on what you said before when you said that i'm always going to come up with the answer unfortunately i will try my best that time so that was a lucky pop out but i be on on my game with that so i'm just making it so people's expectations aren't too high all the time on me That's listeners understand don't give her expectations please all right thank you i don't like those they're not fun. All right, not fun. So let's talk about a fun thing now. I want to talk about our next sponsor and our family over there, That Guy's Emporium, which is the family-owned collectibles retail that works their asses off to provide and focus on the best horror and comic book-related products and really the best pricing. This week, they have, again, gotten in some more of the amazing Universal Monster figures, and I saw them this week, uh, such as Frankenstein, The Bride of Frankenstein, Dracula, The Creature from the Black Lagoon, as well as many awesome other things they're going to get in the future. One of these amazing other figures in the future, I'm in the works of getting some cash together to get that as a thank you to my great co-host, Evil Pris, for a 10th tenth, tenth episode thank you gift. So, so I just want to know, I just want to let my sister here, thank Evil Pris, know she is, now you really have changed my life for this podcast. So I, I'm, um, basically that guy's emporium is like best friends to us. And we're, I'm going to get some great things for you in the next few months. Sweet. And anybody else who wants to really get great price collectible stuff like them, these guys are on. They are on the phone every day, uh, trying to get new stuff. They're currently working on getting a glow in the dark Black Lagoon figure 
and it's like insane. I, I saw the picture, and they're working on getting that in the next two weeks. That is going to be something they're going to have on their site. And you can shop their site with our discount code anytime. On all like, and this is all lowercase for like for the thing. The code is Chop Shop. Basically, Chop Shop all lowercase. Ten percent off, not just your item, the entire order. So order a bunch, get ten percent off your whole order, and follow them on that guy, that underscore guys underscore Imperium on Instagram because they really need your love. They really need your respect. And if you're on Facebook, it's just that guy's Imperium. And make comments when you like their stuff and message them privately they can secure an item for you like in a week possibly you know that's right yeah there's so many great things of when you have a partner um i'm gonna say i always want to get out there when you have a, a cool person like you evil press that comes to the comes to like my dream come true idea and makes it better you deserve to always get praise from me even though you don't like pats on the back i'm somebody that has to give respect to someone that made me better You've made me better. These podcasts are just my dream. You kick ass making me work harder on these podcasts. You kick my ass on these things. I love it. I do not. I just give you harsh criticism. I love harsh criticism, damn it. That That is why we, this is why everyone's always going to end up being all like, oh my God, are they mad at each other? I'm not. I could be never be mad at her because like I could never be mad at you. You, you are mad at each other. I think they're fighting. And then listen, if if you ever get mad at Chris, we're gonna have to sit there and eventually do damage control and be all like, guys, we're not fighting. We're good. (laughs) We're gonna have to have like a like whole entire like therapy session. We're gonna have to like hold hands metaphorically and just be all like, do you want to talk about it? Okay, I just went too. I'm just saying, you know, I'm I'm just going all out there. Well, Evil Press, no, you're kind of on to something. What I'm going to say is after the whole Halloween season, when you and I are like free, and if people need that, that need that stuff, well, the Horror Supernatural Chop Shop will create a session group. And you guys want to pay the money, come on in. We'll be your therapist and help you hold hands. I was about to say say they pay. Otherwise, you don't. You come on in, you you get a session with Evil Press, you get a session with Zach, Mr. Eyeliner. I'll, I'll be like good cop. She'll be bad cop. She'll be good cop. I'll be bad cop. But you never right. know. I was about to say we're not going to classify what cops we're going to be. Mm, good. good. trying to classify. So, a big question mark then. A big question mark then. I was about to say you're just trying to classify us. Don't you be classifying us? I shall not classify us into any file ever again. Yeah, you fucking better not. I will not. <laughs> and then uh, I want to talk to you about that. That the, the guy, my, our good friend, the Toxic Baker, his real name is Ricky. I talked to Rick, Ricky this week. He's from Asheville, Asheville, North Carolina. And I don't know he, who Ricky is. Uh, the, the Toxic Baker. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. That, I'm gonna remember that. I'm not gonna. And he is like an awesome dude. You go on his Instagram, you'll see all his cool cakes and his cookies and whatnot. And he yeah, described... I was about to say I did take a look at his his uh, pastries, and I, I'm a pastry whore. So, which well, what's really great about that is not only does he like I'll tell you this like these he creates these dangerously delicious treats, and he calls them like they're so terrifying tasty that they'll murder your spooky sweet tooth, and I love that. He draws insp- oh, inspiration. Yeah, yeah. He yeah he draws <laughs> he draws inspiration from like like the mirror of pop culture, music, horror icons. 
And he's available for all occasions, from birthdays to funerals, bar mitzvahs, to holiday parties. Yes, he is. And uh, the best way to really contact him, as he likes to say, stab us on Slasher. Uh, stab us on Slasher, and he will be sure to get you cold. His cold, dead hands on some murder, munchies, and graveyard grubs now. So get your graveyard grubs from him. The problem with him that you saw me is elevation from North Carolina to, like, where we are on, like, say, where you are and I am, it's a, like, he can't really sell those cakes because the elevation, by the time the cake would get to us, it would be, like, we can't, if the cake would be el- edible. So we got, we're going to just get a bunch of cookies and cupcakes from him instead. I was about to say, I mean, that's not necessarily true. People order pastries and stuff from other places all the time. Have you, there's a website that actually will sell, uh, sells and sells cakes and stuff to people. I think it's called like Milk Bar or something like that. Hey, we're not promoting Milk Bar, we're promoting the Toxic Baker. No, I, dude. Dude, calm down. <laughs> I'm just saying that it's possible. So the, the Toxic Baker can can ship me something because it's going to get eaten. Hey, all right. So I will let the toxic baker know and he'll listen to this on Monday and he'll find out because he's I already say, I never said any, I was just saying in general, as an example, it is possible to ship those pastry treats over my way. It's- you will get some treats soon then. How's that sound? Okay. All right. And please follow the toxic baker on Instagram at the underscore toxic underscore baker. And on Facebook, the same. So at the Toxic Shaker, actually. Baker, and yeah, you'll be able to ask Ricky, the Toxic Baker, any question about custom cakes or pastries. Pastries all the time. So yes, custom cakes and pastries. Sorry. <laughs> all right. Well, yes. Let's just put out there, guys. So I'm going to be under smoky smoke half the time. So random shit's going to come out of my mouth like a lot. Guys, a lot. don't. I mean, whatever she's like, listen, we're, we live life. Jackie, Evil Press, Zach, Mr. Riley, we live life. No, she- yeah, I was about to say, up until recently, guys, up until recently, Zach was all like, oh, let's talk on the phone. I'm like, hold on, dude. Let me like, let me like smoke and take care of myself a little bit. And then within 10 minutes of me smoking, did you not say, yeah, we just need to have you smoke first before we have these conversations? Did you not say that? There we go. I don't go. remember what you're speaking about. I, I plead the fifth. Yeah, okay. Anyway, that did happen in the last phone conversation. But either way, yes, people say random things. I swear, guys, I'm fine. I'm just under smoke smoke. All right, smoke smoke. Ask me a random question for this great April Fool's occasion. What's the best April Fool's joke you ever played on somebody? Oh my God! All right. Like no, the on a one only one you can only mention one where to this day you still think about it and actually chuckle to yourself about only one. Uh, I put I put him on the spot. You did. Put him on the spot. You did. Oh my God. Um. Yeah, oh, okay. Like, all right. Well, all right. One time, that. I was I, like, this is like an old school thing. All right, we were at back in my party bar days. My buddy, who was just being an asshole one night at this bar, like, so me and my other buddy were like, you know what? Let's do this. We took his keys, where he didn't notice. And when we were leaving the bar hours later, I'm like, dude, someone stole your car. And he literally like was going nuts. He was hitting shit. He literally was almost getting into fights. And he's like, seriously, where the fuck's my car? I gotta call the cops. I gotta do something. And it's like, literally me and my friend went back in the bar and had another drink. We let him just like do that. Like we were just being like a lot of views at asshole all night. This is what I'm like, 
Stu. Yeah. And then, like, afterwards, we go out. I smoke a cigarette. I'm like, dude, are these your keys on the floor? He's like, where'd you find them, bro? I'm like, dude, they were, like, under the bench right there the whole time. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that but was you it. Didn't, you didn't actually, you didn't actually tell him that you did it, though. Did you? Yeah. Think no, you oh, in the car after he dropped me off. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Oh wait, yeah, that's true. You want? I'm not stupid. Yeah. I was about to say you still want to be able to get home. I forgot. About yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> that's understandable. I would say probably the worst April. It, it wasn't an April Fool's prank. It should have been, but my teacher, I when I went to cosmetology school, one of my teachers, she switched from nights to days. So she was going to be teaching during the day, and she was leaving us at night, which I was pretty upset about. But I was also, the prankster in me was just like, I got to play one last prank on her. So I ended up bringing <laughs> some of my fake blood. And I had a client that night, which I was like, kind of like, bummed about because I'm like shit I need to be able to still do this prank so I did my client I didn't rush the process so she the lady still looked good but after I was done doing that I actually purposely waited to sweep up the leftover hair and I got my fake blood out acted like I slipped on some of the loose hair fell on the ground and I made it sound like when I landed I broke teeth and Holy I started, shit. I, I ended up letting blood just pour out of my mouth because at first people were laughing because they're like, oh, ha ha. She... And then all of a sudden I started purposely shaking and then I let blood pour out of my mouth. My teacher still talks about it to this day that she was super traumatized. But I looked at her after the fact when she came over to me to check. I just said, you didn't think your last night was going to be uneventful, did you? Oh, my God. She still to this day remembers that prank because I just talked to her recently. So I want to say what I got out of that was fucking brilliant because not only oh, I can't I have to say that you are dedicated to your pranks or you're just so damn professional and anal about your work where you're going to go the extra mile and make sure it pulls out all the stops. So either way. You are kicking ass with that. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to make her uncomfortable. So dedication. No, no, no dedication because I wasn't as into it at the. I was still just learning it. I just literally wanted. I was more obsessed with the reaction, not even actually the blood. It was the reactive factor that I thrived off of that night. I'm going to say that right now. So, do we lean towards uh, sociopath level almost? I mean, however you would like to look at it, I guess. I, I can't, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Well, I don't know what's wrong with me. That, that, that's know. usually what most people say during the interviews. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, I think, I, I think, I don't know. Yeah, just keep it, what you, what you just said. How about that? I, we're, we're, this, it's closed. It's done. We're, we're gone. <laughs> we're done. We're closed. We're, we're good. We're good. I'm okay uh, with that. I'm okay with that as well. So we got our April Fool's thing, but I, I want to say, like April Fool's jokes, like they are. Do you think there's ever an April Fool's prank or joke played on you, or that would just make you be like, "All right, this is not a joke at this point. I'm like gonna kick your ass." I mean, yes and no, because honestly, it depends on what kind of person you are. Because if you or somebody where you like to joke around and you hang out with a lot of people that like to joke around and play pranks and stuff like that too. I mean, I don't, 
I would be annoyed, but at the same time, like, those are the type of people that we are where we hang out all together. So I don't know. Like, I don't know how I would feel. I mean, I think I would at first be pissed off about it, but at the same time, I, it's kind of one of those things where I would have to like look back on it and just kind of be like, eh, these are the friends I chose and have to leave it at that. A hundred percent. The same answer I'd say, listen, in, my, in our lives, we pick people who we want to be creating with. We, like, we have, we select people who are funny and fucked up like us weirdos. And I know most of my friends, we're like we go that extra mile and I, sometimes pranks in my friend group would last a week of someone messing with me and i mess with them and one of us would be pissed at the other at the end of the day we'd have a drink and talk shit about it afterwards None exactly of, like, you I, don't hang out. Say, I don't think i would hang out with people that couldn't couldn't like either take a joke and the thing too is to be quite honest if you hang out with like if you're friends with the right people they're gonna know what your like threshold is I feel like there's an awareness of the threshold of what they know, what you can and can't handle. I agree. Because if we're in groups, you and I, and we, we're at certain ages in our lives, we pick and choose. We're smart about who our groups or people, friends are. And we know who could be in our friend group, who could not take being our friend. Then we're smart about that. I was about to say, I don't have any friends. I don't know what you're talking about. You have me, buddy. My buddy and me. Come on. Yay. Joy. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> oh god damn <laughs> Zach wants me to be all nice and be all like oh that's so warm and cozy <laughs> well as she said cozy I'm going to mention our last sponsor Blood Witch Unlimited which is such a cozy brand a well thought out company focused on providing all clothing and accessories with the highest quality and they do have really high quality and especially on all things dark this week, I would love to tell our listeners about one of my favorite designs on the site I saw. And it's, it's, it's design. Loyalty is hard to come by these days. Well, perfect shirt. To make that statement is, dishonor is worse than death, is the awesome graphic on the tee. I'm actually going to purchase that tee because that I want to wear anytime I go out. And like just randos see that. That message, dishonor is worse than death is such a positive message within what they do with their messaging and their creative looks on that brand. So I love that about them. So shop their stuff anytime at bloodwitchunlimited.com and follow them on Instagram, Facebook at bloodwitchunlimited. And I thank them for always being there for us. See? Happy to Grim. Yay. (laughs) No, currently I'm wearing this face mask. Um, I, I actually purchased from um, our pray for us clothing and I, it's like it's this is the end and you should have saw me i'm on the bus with all these kids right these teenagers and like two of these kids these teenagers man like they thought that they were like all like like you're all crazy on the bus they totally did not want to sit by me because they just looked at my face mask like this is the end <laughs> well yeah they probably thought you were about to fucking do some sketchy ass shit hey if i get my if i get my seat i'm good <laughs> i was about to say it's okay they ended up, you clearly didn't murder and have nope. them. I, people, so. I believe in positivity and love, not murder. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's for the chop shop, not for them. All right. Mm-hmm. So evil <laughs> Chris, how do we find your evil, delicious, delightful makeup? And, and how do we find you if we want to book you for some great, crazy stuff? So you can be able to find me under Jackie Hunt on Facebook or AKA Evil Pris 
you can also find me under that name on Instagram. You can also find me under my Facebook page, Blood, Guts, and Everything Nuts. And that is all basically linked together, whether it's Jaggy Hunt, Blood, Guts, and Everything Nuts, or Evil Press. And my email is electricsugarpop69 at gmail.com. I went through a Jeffree Star phase. But anyway, if you don't remember this right now of me telling you this, you can find my email on any of my pages. So don't think that, oh, I don't remember what emails you said. Just go on Instagram under Evil Pris or Facebook Blood Guts and Everything Nuts or just Jackie Hunt, a.k.a. Evil Pris. And they can also always go on our Instagram and find yes, your account, my account. Yeah. Well, I, dude, I figure that's a given. Okay, okay. Don't even give me. Or that let's do this too. They can always go back and replay our episode. You know. That is true. All right then. You got to do the basics, though, Zach. You you asked me a specific question, so don't even go there with me. Shit, I'm, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to battle. I'm not trying to battle. Yeah. <laughs> no way, man. All right, and me, Zach, Mister Allen. You can actually go on my Mister Allen account on Instagram, Mister Eyeliner. We just got came out with our new collection that's available on w.mristerisland.com and you can use the disco discount code underscore like stop the bullying for 20% off your purchase and we are all about eyeliner for all individuals stopping bullying that's my life there and i love that makeup world where we can stop bullying in that world that's what we need but then on my end here zach ths shop shop at gmail.com you can always email me but our best bet is Send us messages. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Follow Blood, Guts, and Everything Nuts. Follow us. Support us. We'll support you. Join the conversation. Join the horror community. Be creepy. Be ghoulish. Be creative. Kick some ass with us. Come on. Don't tell people what to do with their life. Listen, I'm just giving them like what I want them, all right? I'm asking them, please. All right, guys, <laughs> ask them, all right? Well, uh, yeah, I mean... Guys, come on. You, he's starting to cry, so you probably should do one of those options. Well, one of us has the heart. The other one sold the soul to, like, the Crossroads demon, <laughs> you. So she doesn't have the emotional factor. So I have to have the over-emotional factor. I, I was about to say, I feel like you're the emotion. You're the one with the emotion. I'm just kind of like, like a... Oh, shit. She's broken, guys. Broken. So. I'm, just th I'm on my way to being a... I, I built myself up, you know? I'm like Pinocchio. I'm trying to get back, you know? very good very good <laughs> all right so i this was a great conversation a great episode we'll be back all month and we'll be reviewing some really fun movies this month uh evil press and i really spend time collaborating on what we can do and talk about that's going to get you guys entertained what's going to get us entertained come up with really crazy new stuff to discuss so please you know respect that we're giving you the best of us and we're going to keep giving you the best of us by episode 10 I'm going to have a great, great celebration. I'm going to do with Evil Press. It's going to be a surprise for that time. I hate surprises. but I know. That's how much I love that I said it here. <laughs> I'm going to mention it next week on episode nine. And you're going to be like, you're going to call me after like, asshole, just tell me already. Probably. <laughs> that's what makes my life so much happier well thank you from myself zach the horror supernatural chop shop my amazing co-host yes. who always makes me feel like i have a partner in the evil chop shop world
exactly you better feel that way oh see i do well yeah i was about to say it's been real guys hopefully you guys have either whether you've watched the movie before or you just want to watch it again after listening to this you guys have be good don't try to people i'm not around so i'm not going to help you bury the body Mm-mm. but also just in just in general creep it real and always remember the chop shops open for you and your questions have a bloody great week guys bye